All right, will you join me in prayer? Ready to pray? God, thanks for life and laughter and kids and enjoyment and time together and food. Thank you for Sunday mornings and how they don't always have to look the same. and We don't always have to follow a specific program. We just have to follow you. So continue to meet with us this morning. And help us to take a few minutes to actually digest and reflect and, and chew on the things you've been working in our lives over the last couple months. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for how there's so much more to you and how you're always revealing yourself and Jesus and the Father. Amen? Amen. All right. In a minute, I did tell you I had a couple more announcements, but since you really wanted your coffee, um, but hey, you've noticed that the youth activities have looked a little different over the last couple, uh, yeah, we have a few youth still left in here, but what we're going to do for the youth starting in September is during our response and ministry time, either um, Dan or Dina Kroll or it might be Josh or Betsy, or we have a few different people, are going to take the youth to the back picnic tables and give them time to just process together um, so that they can kind of just connect with kids their age and, and, yeah, just build community amongst their age group. So that's what we're going to start doing in September, which is in a couple days. So just be aware of that. So Riley and everybody else that that pertains to. Um, all right. I was going to do something really fun, but whenever I try to do that and I don't ask permission first, it goes really bad. So I asked permission and I got vetoed. Um, so we're going to do it a little later. Um, one time during Family Sunday, I thought it'd be fun in the middle of our message to let loose like 40 helium-filled balloons. <laughs> And, uh, well, no, they weren't helium-filled. I think they were just normal balloons. But, and I thought that we would still be able to communicate something during that. How did that go, everyone? That was an epic fail. If you wanted a message, if you wanted life, then it was a grand success. Um, so I was going to do something similar this morning, but we're going to save it for outside. So kiddos, if you'll stay with us, we have, and, and big kids, we have something to give you outside to play with. It'll be part of our message. You have to wait till we go outside. Um, and, yeah, I think that's it. So let me tell you a quick story that got me thinking about why we're going to do this this way this morning. Um, you saw Nathan, my little guy that was just sitting up here. Nathan eats anything. You know, actually, I should rephrase that. Nathan will chew on anything. Exactly. <laughs> Nathan will chew on anything. So a few days ago, I was sitting with him. And I was feeding him something, maybe rice and beans from Chipotle or something, and he would take a bite and look like he was done, so I'd give him another bite and look like he was done, so I'd give him another bite. Yeah, silly daddy, guess what I found out about four bites in? He had been what? Chewing, but not swallowing. And so guess what I got back? I got four nice <laughs> bites full of thoroughly processed rice and beans. 
Now, of course, I have to make a spiritual metaphor out of that. Do you ever feel like that coming on Sunday mornings? You get a lot of input coming at you sometimes. I mean, we've covered a lot of ground talking about the secret life of the Holy Spirit over the last couple of months. But have you ever felt like Sunday mornings you come in and you do a lot of chewing, but there's not much time for swallowing, digesting? And so we're going to incorporate a little bit of swallowing and digesting and processing. Um, and I'm not going to overuse the, the digestive metaphor. <laughs> Um, so I'll end it there, but I'm going to go through just some of the main ideas that we've covered this morning, and then I provided, as we go outside, as we're around tables and around food, I have some questions I printed out for you all to dialogue about together around over pizza and salad and stuff like that, so we hope you stick around, and if you weren't here for the series, then guess what? You get to hear the series through someone else's vantage point, which is also very rich. But you're going to get a quick recap of it now. Ready? Let's do it. So we've been talking about the secret life of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit's story in our mind and in our Scripture begins at the beginning. We're just going to go verse by verse through the Bible. Um, so the first thing we see about the Holy Spirit is that the Holy Spirit is hovering over the waters. And the picture we're given is like a mama eagle hovering over a nest. I think that's kind of a cool picture. Can you guys see that all right? So picture this, the Spirit of God hovering over the face of this, the word is chaos there. So we begin with this Holy Spirit hovering over the waters, and what the Spirit does is brings out this sense of creativity and cultivation. How many of you find yourself drawn to creative expression? You have something you do that, whether it's a hobby or, or just something that you like to create things. How many of you guys don't feel as creative, but you like to bring order and structure to things? Yeah. Guess what? The Holy Spirit is in both of those aspects. You, uh, you like to bring disorder? <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> I, I know someone else like him, um, including myself. But the Holy Spirit is in that creative process, and the Holy Spirit is also in that cultivating process. We talked about the Holy Spirit as artist and gardener. An artist makes something beautiful out of not much. A gardener puts to use what's been given. And we see that in Genesis 2.9. Look at we're already in Genesis 2. Look how fast we're going. Hey, so speaking of this, these gifts from the Holy Spirit, this embodiment of the Holy Spirit comes in us in, in different ways, but um, there's a story in, in Exodus of these workers working on the temple, and it says that this guy Bezalel, which is a creative enough name, was filled with the Spirit of God, with skill, intelligence, knowledge, and all craftsmanship. And we talked about how often we have this certain idea of what it means to be filled with the Spirit. We picture someone speaking in tongues or praying for someone for healing. But we don't necessarily understand that somebody designing a room to be functional or building a website or creating a new album is just as much infused by the Spirit of God as some of these manifestations of the gifts of the Spirit. So we're trying to broaden out our understanding of being filled with the Spirit. We talked about how Jesus was actually led into the wilderness to be tempted by Satan. So kids, you can ask your parents about this tonight. You can ask them what this is all about. I'm not going to go into it. But um, the Holy Spirit actually led Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted by Satan and the idea was that the Spirit's desire was to hone Jesus' understanding of his identity. 
Jesus had been through this profound experience with the Father and the Spirit where the Father's voice comes out of heaven and says, this is my beloved Son whom I love. With Him I am well pleased. And the Holy Spirit comes in the form of a dove resting on Jesus. Now that's a great experience and the Holy Spirit says, now go into the wilderness and let me see if you really get that this is the truest thing about you. And what does Satan say to Jesus in the wilderness? If you truly are the Son of God, if what God the Father just said about you is true, and then presents temptation in front of him. So the Holy Spirit wants to sharpen Jesus' eyes to see his identity. And we talked about how Jesus left us the Holy Spirit, that Jesus said, it's better if I go. He was the one that actually, imagine life itself, himself being with you in the flesh, and Jesus says, hey, I'm leaving. I'm out of here. But I'm doing something better. I'm going to give you my Holy Spirit so that I can be in all of you. And Jesus says that the Spirit of truth will guide us into all truth. At the bottom there you can see it says that the Holy Spirit will take what belongs to Jesus and declare it to us. Make it known to us. I only have 64 more slides. We talked about Daniel. No, I'm just kidding. We talked about Daniel and how, you notice in the book of Daniel, it never says that Daniel was ever filled, baptized, or anything with the Holy Spirit. It just says that there was this spirit, this extraordinary spirit over him. Do you realize that maybe you walk in step with the Spirit or more filled with the Spirit than you realize? Have you ever waited for this kind of knock you over experience with the Spirit and realize, wait a minute, maybe it's, already happened? Maybe I'm waiting for something that I don't need to be waiting for? It says that Daniel was filled with the Spirit in this way, that the breath of the gods was in him and he possessed illumination, insight, and extraordinary wisdom. And here's one of the ways we know that God's Spirit is in us. We cry out to God as our Father and our hearts say, Daddy, I belong to you. That's the Holy Spirit's cry within our hearts. all the distracting noises. Can you tell? It's not distracting me at all. Because here's what the Holy Spirit loves to do. Now Zach's just doing it on purpose. <laughs> here's what the Holy Spirit loves to do. The Holy Spirit loves to take the love of the Father and the love of Jesus and their relationship and pour that into our hearts and show us that we've been included in that. I'll take some more of that. I'm going to wait on this. This is what I want to leave us with as we go to process since we have, yeah, I want to leave time for food. Um, the food's going to be here a little bit later actually because um, we're going early. But I think the favorite thing that the Holy Spirit does for us, the, the thing that brings it all together for me, came the very first time we talked about the secret life of the Holy Spirit. Some of you were here and do you remember what Nathan did? When I was standing up front and Nathan came up and I picked him up and he pointed to my face and he looked at all of you and then looked back at me and pointed to my face. That was the picture that Nathan was giving us of the Holy Spirit. 
The Holy Spirit loves to take us by the chin and point our eyes to Jesus and the Father and say, check them out. They're good. They're for you. You belong to them. Have you thought about the sequence? Jesus came to reflect and to make known the Father. The Holy Spirit came to reflect and make known Jesus. So the question is, how is the Holy Spirit doing that in your life? In this very moment? In this season of your life, what is the Holy Spirit doing to take your vision, take your eyes, and point it to Jesus and the Father and their love for you? Betty came up to me during worship and One of the things I love about Betty is that she's a contrarian like me. That's a good thing, right? I mean it in the best way possible. But we sang, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. It's a great thing to sing. Can I tell them what you said, though? Or should I just say it like I said it? But Betty said, what if we sang it like this? Jesus loves me, this I know. For God told me so. Or you said, for He told me so. Right? And then we thought, then we came around to, what if we said it like this? Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Holy Spirit tells me so. Isn't that what the Holy Spirit does? Isn't that why we have the Bible? It's because the Holy Spirit inspired these scriptures for us to know the lasting presence and love and life of Jesus. I'm really scared that this coffee is going to make it down my backside. Um, I don't want it to make it down. Yeah, this is just going to... There's no good option here. (laughs) Except for lids. Remember lids. Um, But I think think it'd be good for us to take a couple minutes and just think, before we go out and get some food, would you just think for, for a minute, what is the Holy Spirit doing in you right now? How is the Holy Spirit helping you see Jesus and the Father in your place in that relationship? Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Holy Spirit tells me so. Is there anybody that over the last couple weeks or months you've, you've just seen in a tangible way an expression of, of the Holy Spirit's concern and care for you? How has the Holy Spirit been taking your face and saying, look at Jesus? Uh, one way for us is we just moved into a new house. We did. Uh, we live closer now. <laughs> we can walk here. We wanted to be closer to work, so we moved four houses down. So we were like, hey. We relocated just so we didn't have such a commute. You know, the, the commute was killing us. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, Hey, I'm not stalling. I really do want you to take a few minutes and just think and say, you know, Holy Spirit, what are you, what are you doing in my life?
Um, can I tell you one thing real quick that the Holy Spirit's doing for me? Is the Holy Spirit's helping me... <laughs> thanks, Ian. The Holy Spirit's helping me come home to some parts of myself that are hard for me to take ownership of. There's some things that I haven't really liked about myself, and the Holy Spirit's helping me see that those are embraced in the gospel and the light and love of Jesus too. That's powerful, but it's painful. Because there's a reason I push those things off into the shadows of my existence. And the Holy Spirit's like, if you let this come into the light, it won't hurt you so bad. Because I'm there and I got it. I'm not afraid of it. What about you? Is there one or two people that would mind just sharing quickly? Yeah, Carrie, will you stand and... Yeah. I want to share one thing quickly. By the way, are we... Yeah? So... Uh, the Holy Spirit's been taking care of our community behind the scenes, some of you might not realize, but um, when, yeah, there's, there's been a while, uh, not to kind of put this back on breed, but I mean this in the best way, um, her and Cameron are, are pretty much linchpins here. I mean, there's so much that Bree and Cameron make happen on a Sunday morning that we don't even realize. There were literally, um, there was one morning that Bree wasn't going to be able to make it, and I wasn't sure if Cameron was. And basically I was like, I don't know if we could have church if they don't come. Because there's just so much that they carry, so much that they do. And Bree was sensing that she kind of needed this space, you know, um, for her heart. And I was like, okay, Holy Spirit, you have to take care of this because that's quite a void to be filling our community. Right around that time, um, my cousin and his fiance came to me and said, hey, we want to be connected in and we want to help with sound and we want to eventually help out with music. And I thought, well, that's a beautiful thing. Um, you're about to see why. Um, and then, just yesterday, so my sister-in-law, who's somewhere in this room, uh, we've wanted her to live closer to us for a long time. She lives up in Monterey. And... As of yesterday, she signed a place she's going to be moving down next month to live like three minutes from us. And she's a musician and worship leader. And so we'll have the privilege soon of having her up front leading us in worship. And it's just really cool that, Bree, you're not replaceable, but the Holy Spirit's looking out for our community by gathering these musicians, like David and Mike and Beth and Angela and Brent and Taylor. So what we're going to do, um, Brent and Taylor have been playing uh, in two meanings of the word, but you guys want to come up real quick? Brent and Taylor are going to come up, and they're going to play something for us, and we're going to use this as an opportunity just to, first of all, enjoy them and their creativity, but also just to let the Holy Spirit speak to you. Just kind of use this time to actually swallow, to chew and swallow what the Holy Spirit's been doing in your life over the last month or two. Sound all right? So Holy Spirit, we do invite you to continue to work, to reveal yourself in us. Would you pour out the love of God in our hearts to a deeper level, a deeper capacity as we sit and let yeah, your creativity come through your kids. That's what I meant to say. That's my cousins. See, it's cool because I didn't know Brett had written that song. Brett told me, um, 
Taylor, we hit the B button on the keyboard there. Yeah, perfect. Uh, Brett told me about his, he, like you said, he just had this powerful life-transforming encounter with the Holy Spirit about, what, two weeks ago now? And some of the words he used, he's like, I felt like it healed me. I felt like it just, like, it was like he was talking about the Holy Spirit just kind of came and recalibrated him and just the nuance and the details of what the Holy Spirit was doing. But I didn't know he had written that song. I just saw them sitting back there and I just had this sense like, hey, you know, I think that's what the Holy Spirit wanted for this morning. Anybody sense the Spirit working in you when they were playing? I know, I'm hungry too. So thank you guys. Trevor meant that in the most spiritual sense possible. Yeah. <laughs> so hey, the, the food should be here in a few minutes. Um, and let's, let's remember that, that as we go out and, and eat together, that that's just as much church as singing and uh, listening to what should have been a teaching. But let's enjoy each other and let's be really reflective and intentional about our time together. And let's get to know each other. What is the Holy Spirit up to in your life? And who can you share that with? Because they'll really be encouraged. So... Yeah, Holy Spirit, thanks for what you're up to in our lives. Thank you for all the different lives you're touching. Carrie's story, Dora's story, Joseph's story, Brent Taylor and what you're birthing in them and, and where you're taking Bree. Yeah, Holy Spirit, we will have more, please. So as we make our way out to enjoy pizza and salad and watermelon, may we experience the richness of you in community, in each other's faces and smiles and questions and answers and delight.